Hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> Are those really? Are you really hiccuping? I did really hiccup. Oh, do you get? It was hic- just a get- one-off. Okay. See, I can't hiccup once. I gotta hiccup, and it's like I gotta hiccup for like thirty minutes. It takes forever to get rid of them, motherfuckers. No, I can just get one. No, I'll get a series of them, but I can just have one like hiccup, and then I go on about my life. It's because you're a professional. That's right. I'm a professional hiccupper. <laughs> I've had a lot of professional hiccups. <laughs> in my Ain't career, but it's not the same thing. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> hey, guess what? Leave all that it's in, Matt. It's ghosticles time. It's ghosticles time. Yes. It's mostly toasty, hosty, ghosty, ghosticles time. Ghosticles. And I the words to this song every time I sing you it. You do, but the melody is admirably constant. Thank you. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? I said it like like the father from some Victorian drama. Admirably constant. Admirably constant. I shall name you Grace. Anyway. <laughs> that's, that's when older people talk about their bowels. It's admirably constant. Admirably constant. <laughs> I, I shit with ideal regularity. <laughs> this is what quarantine does to you. I wake up every morning thinking I'm in a Jane Austen novel. No, or, why not? Or wishing. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> I'm wishing. How are you doing today, Jamie, my love? I am good. I am I'm surviving <laughs> quarantine. That's what you do. You're a survivor. Dexter had a surgery yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he had a little, he had a little spot. We're not sure what it is. He'd had it ever since he was a puppy. And that got bigger to about the size of a quarter. And it started scabbing over and getting real gross. So... Took it to the vet. She said, I don't like it. We said, let's take it off. And so I thought it, it would, you know, it's the size of a quarter. I thought it'd be a few inches. It's like eight inches long, this <laughs> incision. He looks like Franken-Dog now. He does. I sent Michael a picture. <sighs> and so here's the thing about me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not proud of this. It's just the way it is. I am not good with blood and wounds. Uh, I will pass right the fuck out. So when when I saw Dr. Charles, she was like, "Uh, don't freak out at the scar. And I was like, really? And and then I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's worth freaking out about. So I had to gently put him in the car and buckle him in and um, into his harness, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it, the movement, because it was pretty fresh after the surgery, started a little bit of, of bleeding. And I was like, it's fine fine. So I drive home. I'm trying to be very gentle because he's whining and he's on medication and he's just miserable. So Poor I get baby. him in and I carry him out. And as I as I pick him up to move him out of the car, and he's 35 pounds too. He's not teeny yeah. tiny. I pick him up to move him and the, the stitches touch my arm. And there's a lot of them and they're real, real nasty. And, and then I see that there's a little bit of blood and he's bleeding a little bit more. And I was like, it's fine. I'm going to get inside. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I get inside. Meanwhile, uh, he smells like like surgery. He smells like medicinal cleansing stuff. And then... and then he's also gassy, so he's been farting ever since then. So it's it's like rotting meat and medicinal things. And then the wound is really bad. And so last night I was like, I just have to lay down with him because I think I'm going to fall over if I stand up. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. 
Blah. Blah, blah, and he blah. just he's okay blah. for the most part. He hasn't touched it at all. He's pretty tough. Uh he's a pretty tough guy, except that I think when he's dizzy, he doesn't like that from the medication. <laughs> so then he whimpers when he's dizzy. He's but, like he's yeah. like he's like he's one of those okay. drunk people that's like, oh um, Yeah. Uh, it's when <laughs> exactly. you go from woo person to like woo to uh, Yeah. I don't I don't feel good. That's exact, and it's kind of, <laughs> oh, oh, poor baby. Yeah, poor and it's baby. not. It's not until we give him the pain medicine that he starts to whimper. Oh. Uh, it's after the pain medicine. So yeah, the pain medicine uh, can make them feel really woozy and sick. When Genji was yeah. on some uh, for his back issue last year, two years, I yeah, can't know. Last, last year, um, and he's a tough dog. He does not whine. He doesn't do. He's just very like. He has no feelings that he wants to communicate to you. He's just a tough old bird. Um, but he would sit there and just, you could see him like just standing there or sitting there rather, just trying to like pretend everything was fine. And mm-hmm. and he wasn't. He was like, no, I've got this fine. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm, f- I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Poor puppers. Uh, Poor puppers. Yeah. He's, yeah. He just, and then he, and then he keeps farting and scaring himself. That's He's actually like, quite Jesus entertaining. Jesus Christ, what is that smell? That's me? What yeah, you no, do to there's me? no time. It's like it bites his butt when it comes out. <laughs> and just like he it jumps. bites our nostrils. <laughs> You're like, mm, <laughs> how's it feel, yeah. Dex? Oh, poor thing. Yeah. Poor so thing. He's, down, he's downstairs. I pu- pulled a chair up next to Jack's chair, his Jack's working. So I pulled it up next to his chair. And so he sits on the chair and just looks at Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and farts at him. And farts at him, oh. yeah. Poor baby. Really I hope great, he gets yeah. better soon. I mean, he will. But I just he will. He will. It's the, he'll these few fast. days afterwards that are rough. And I mm-hmm. and we have to give him. I would not give him the medicine because it makes him woozy. Mm-hmm. But also because he ignores pain, I don't want him to be rambunctious and right. then tear the stitches out. Right. Right. Because right. then I I would definitely pass out. <laughs> I don't like no. it. I do not no. like that about myself. I, like I can change. I can't change it. It's just a part. I like, of it, it's, I so. mean, it's perfectly human to like not yeah. to like see a wound and be like, no, I don't, I don't. I'd really rather not. I also can't watch myself give blood. I think that's a pretty good indication that you're not a psychopath. So I consider it a good character Thank trait. You. Myself. Thank you. Yeah. No, um, I could never. If I ever lose a I limb, can... though, I won't be calling you. Don't please don't. Okay, I'll just, I mean you can call me after and let yeah, me know. Yeah, I'll call you afterwards, doing. but I'm not. I'm not gonna call you. I'll I'll do that. I'm, like I I know those, but we, every friendship needs boundaries, and that's ours. You know, I'm great in an emergency. <laughs> if it's an emergency situation, I can hand. I remember I was doing a play, and this girl um, fell down a set of stairs on the set, and um, we all stopped the play and we went and looked and sh- and. Uh, I was like, someone get me, because it was her foot, and she had scraped the top of it, but she was wearing pantyhose. So I had, I was like, I got the stagehand to give me a knife. I cut the hose off and gently pulled them down. And what had happened was (laughs) her, it was like, it was like someone cut a U in her foot skin, the top of her foot, and just pushed all the skin back. Like they were peeling the top of a sardine can. Yes, exactly like that. And then it was just foot meat. Like, <laughs> foot meat. <laughs> the veins and everything got pushed up too. It was just oh, foot meat. Oh, God. And oh. so I was sitting there looking at it and I was like, okay, so you get your car, come around. You're going to help her get into the car. I told her, I was like, you're not looking at this. 
you're not going to look at this until you get to the hospital, okay? Promise me right now. And she was like, okay. And then um, I started giving everybody directions and orders, and we got him out, and she went to the hospital. And then I was like, oh, my God, I got to lay down. (laughs) I just laid down on the stage. Everyone's like, damn, Jamie's got her shit together. And then once the threat has passed, you're like, (laughs) (laughs) someone fan me. I'm going to pass out. (laughs) Me. Totally me. Totally me. That's how I am. Oh, my God. Great in an emergency. Don't let me think about it. (laughs) Well, speaking of trying situations, shall we read some of our submissions? (laughs) (gasps) Yes. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yes. I will read. Uh, Michaela. I like your name. Michaela. Michaela says, hi, guys. Hi, Michaela. Firstly, I know that right now it's been crazy, so I just wanted to check and see how the both of you were doing. Well, we're we're doing pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. all, all told, we're doing pretty good. Just send love to Dexter. Uh, thank you for keeping in touch with us over the Discord with Yeah, pleasure. oh, Michaela from Discord. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, update from the last story I told about the Myrtle's Plantation. I finally found the picture of the ghost. I hate that it's not as developed now as I remember being. Uh, remember it being, but you still can see the outline of a man standing against the tree as he watches our bus leave. I'll remember to send it to you guys uh, soon. But if I haven't already, if I haven't already by the time you get the story, do we have it? We don't have it. Okay, <laughs> come on, Michaela, get on it. Uh, love you. Now for the newest one. A trigger warning for any listeners, just in case the story contains mentions of drug abuse and addiction. Uh, I've gone up in the neighborhood, uh, excuse me, I've grown up in the same neighborhood my entire life. For a large portion of that time, we uh, had the same couple and their daughters, neighbors. My family was very close to theirs. One of the daughter's grandmothers uh, even used to rock me to sleep when I was a baby when my mom wasn't able to calm me down. Uh, old ladies are the best at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were there for my parents and me for so many difficult and important moments of our lives. Uh, they had become like an integral part of our little family. To condense years of a difficult story into a Reader's Digest version, the mom, Cheryl, had gotten caught up in taking prescription painkillers uh, for back pain and through the years began taking anything she could acquire. Oh, that's such a yeah. that's such a common pattern. Poor thing. Oh, God. In 2013, she passed away, losing a long battle with her addiction. Uh, from the rest uh, of 2013 to late 2015, her husband, Les, began redoing the home that they had shared for so long. It had taken him a, lo- a little while, but he eventually got remarried, uh, and his wife wanted to try and start fresh. Uh, however, in late 2015, his daughter, having fought years with meningitis, suddenly passed away and there was no longer a reason for him to stay in that house. So he and his wife packed up and gave away what was left and then moved. <clears throat> the table that they had had in their dining room for decades was still in good condition and we had just gotten rid of a rather large kitchen table ourselves, one of the ones that uh, was like a long oval made up of three parts. It had been too big for our small kitchen space, so after selling it, Les had offered us the table and we gladly accepted. It was an antique and we always appreciate those. In those five years since we acquired the table, My mom and I have often joked that Cheryl was somehow still connected to it. There had been numerous nights where mom had come into my room or stopped me in the hall and asked, do you smell cigarette smoke? Now, no one in my house smokes, and the closest people uh, that do are a good five to ten yards away from our home. For a while, mom was convinced that the smell had seeped into the wood, but I just felt it had been far too long for that to be possible. I never did smell smoke during the times when my mom did. I always teased her that she was losing it and that she was only uh, and that she was the one being haunted. In late 2019, I was sitting in the kitchen talking with my mom, and a smell flitted across my nose, just the faintest whiff. I couldn't believe what I had just smelt. 
I had stopped mid-sentence and said, Mom, can you guess what I just smelled? She looked at me, a slight smirk on her face, and said, Cigarette smoke? I nodded my head, <laughs> finally having to accept the truth. Our house was really haunted. Now, cigarette smoke can be trapped in walls and wood for a very, very long time. But yeah. it is it tends to kind of, in my experience at least, it tends to be uh, pervasive and, and it doesn't come and go. But Right. Well, know. and if it's not like one person's going to smell it and the other person isn't. Right, right. So, so who space, knows? Yeah. So maybe, maybe Cheryl's still sitting there enjoying an after, not an after dinner cigarette, but an afterlife cigarette. Right. I mean, I don't want anybody to ever haunt my Is she my smoking spirits? I want her to be smoking spirits. Her <laughs> <laughs> cloves take uh, it way back. Oh, yes. Some oh, cloves. my God. Well, thank you very much, Michaela, yes, for that you, submission. Michaela. Next, we have Denise. Hello, Denise. Denise. It's my cousin's name. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, my goodness, Michael. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Michael, Jamie, it's so <laughs> nice to meet you. My coworker Vanessa recommended your podcast to me and I had to listen in. Congratulations, you have a new fan. Yay! Yes. Thank you. Yes. So one of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. Uh, so let's cut to the chase. My ghost story. Yeah. A little backstory. I am terrified of horror movies and ghost stories because it's all just too real for me. I love your podcast, but I can't listen to it past 6 p.m. Just sure. to make you feel a little better, Denise, I can't do research late at night because it scares me as well. So, same boat. <laughs> <laughs> My family still talks to this day about the things I would say and the inexplicable things I saw as a child. Most often things that would cause me to go into fits of terror and inconsolable crying. Sad, I know. Yeah. But they make four great stories as an adult, so worth it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my favorite story to tell and to hear my mom tell is the story about the red lady. <gasps> bitches in red! That's what she says. Hashtag bitches in red. Am I right? <laughs> yes. When I was about kindergarten, age five or six, I slept in a twin-size bed in a double-wide in Nacogdoches, Texas. Oh, yes. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. Some Nacogdoches. people say that. Nacogdoches. Uh I feel like you don't hit the CH roll. You just got to glide over it. Nacogdoches. I was pretty. We, in, around here, we say Natchez. Natchez. There you go. Yeah. It's in there. That's where you're going. Natchez, Texas. Texas. It's in Texas. <laughs> the important part I is Texas. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> ding, ding. Uh, I shared a room with my sister, who never saw things, by the way. One night, my mother came into my bedroom to kiss me goodnight. She leaned over my bed, kissed my forehead, said, goodnight, and I whispered back, goodnight. My mom, puzzled, asked me, Honey, why are you whispering? I responded in whispers again, so the red lady won't hear me. Oh, she has a headache and she gets really cranky. <laughs> yeah, she's not about this life. Um, <laughs> how my mother didn't absolutely jump out of her skin in that moment, I'm not sure. I agree. But I was raised in a religious home, so often we were told how ghosts were not real. Except the Holy Ghost, I imagine, because apparently that one's fine. <laughs> judge, I, judge, I judged it. I apologize. <laughs> it does seem to be very selective. It's, it's selective ghosticles. Uh, <laughs> um, I imagine this is what kept her calm. 
I still distinctly remember the Red Lady. If I had any inkling of artistic ability, I could paint her by memory alone. She is an image I will never forget. Everything from head to toe was the same distinct red. I, uh, she wore a silk-fitted, bright red formal dress with spaghetti straps and a slit up to the hip. She had a very oh. scandalous, sexy appeal to her. She had closed-toe stiletto heels, red. She wore formal silk gloves that went from her fingertips past her elbow. Yep, she is red. working it. Yep. Clutched in a gloved hand was a small red leather purse. And my favorite touch, her wide-brimmed Kentucky Derby-style hat that slouched just low enough to cover everything about her face except her nose. And you guessed it, her red lipstick. I'm going to go out on a limb here and theorize that whoever this woman is, she died of just being too goddamn fabulous. That's right. Too, I was, just, I have, I, I need to know more about that leather purse, though. It really needs to be a patent leather to world. go with that satin. <laughs> if it's a soft leather, that's just not going to work. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's hard to coordinate. That need answers. It, it's hard to coordinate in the in the afterlife. Everyone seems to wear mostly white. So being the bitch in red, man, she's a trailblazer. Right. If you don't, I mean, if you've already committed to satin, commit to satin. But anyway, my mother walked towards the red lady, and I was scared for my mother's safety, but trusted that she could scare all the monsters out of the closets. I always left a light on in my closet and the door wide open. Uh, I had the light on, but the door was open a crack. It wasn't open the whole way. Because mm. uh, I also didn't want to see in there, because then I would look. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was scared of the dark, okay? No one's judging you, so were we. Uh, when my mom was far <laughs> enough into the bright doorframe of the closet that I could not see the red lady past my mother's body, the red lady disappeared. Uh, not the dissipating, evaporating, ghostly disappeared, just no longer there. My mom waved her arms around in the lit closet, shouting, Go away, red lady! <laughs> I don't know if that's how she said it. That's not very Texas. Go away, red lady! Go away. There uh, you go. There it is. There it is. There's there, the Natchez accent. There it was. Go, Red. Go away. Go Bless away. Bless your heart. You need to leave. You better leave, Red Lady. You stop scaring my little baby girl. Um, <laughs> we're elaborating. That's what, that's what she said. All of those things. All the, in, in, my, in our um, movie. Yes. That's, in our that's movie. how your mom would be played. She, she put in a lot of effort to get that red lady that she didn't believe in to go away. So there was no red, red lady to be seen. My mother walked out of the closet, and as soon as her body passed out of the door frame, the red lady stood again. Of course, I would not put fear or guilt into my mother's heart, so I simply did not remark that she had not scared the red lady off. In fact, this was the one and only spirit ghost thing that I have a recollection of that did not terrify me. For some reason, I knew she was not harmful. It was almost as if she just wanted me to go safely to sleep. I don't feel that she was guarding me or protecting me, but I also do not feel that she was threatening me. Is a present but pointless ghost a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it could be present, but uh, whatever the purpose or the point was didn't have anything to do with you. You could just see her. Yeah, you were just there. Right? You were just there. She was just, just like hanging out. Yeah. She's like, oh, hi, kid. Sorry, don't mind me. Yeah. I'm just going to be fabulous in the closet. You go ahead and go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it could just be that it had nothing to do with you whatsoever, but you could see her. So yeah. there you guys were. Kids often can. And she's like, is a human that can see me, like, 
but not serve a purpose a thing? I don't know. I imagine <laughs> I imagine if Same I were thing. her, she's thinking to herself, oh, it's so nice to be seen, but let's be real. This child can't appreciate my fashion choices. <laughs> she can later, and she did. <laughs> um, the, I saw the red lady often in the closet doorway before I fell asleep. I never saw her eyes. She never spoke to me. In fact, she never even moved. She just stood there, existing. A formal, elegant, beautiful red lady in the closet of a six-year-old girl in Nacogdoches, Texas. P.S. I have at least five or six more occurrences that I distinctly remember from my childhood, adolescence, and adulthood. I plan to share these with you as well. I just didn't want to overwhelm you with all the stories at once. I've been told by people I share my stories with that I should tap into my skill or sense or whatever it is. Let me just say, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) (laughs) I respect your strong boundaries, but it sounds to me like you don't really have to perfect your talent. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that submission. The next one Great comes. Great story. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, please send the other I one. I just, I'm in love with the red lady. She sounds absolutely just, just, I mean, she sounds like Hello Dolly, and I love everything about it. <laughs> I know. If only there were more feathers. Right, more feathers. In. And she's yeah, played by feathers. Carol Channing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Say, hello, don't mind me. I'm just a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... That's a surprisingly good Carol Channing I didn't know I had in me. Um, The next (laughs) (laughs) submission comes from Eileen. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Michael. Uh, We each got got our own hello. Thank you, Eileen. That's just manners. Um, From episode 83, The Shadow Knows, reminded me of a story from my preteens. I apologize if this is scattered and rambling. It's from a long time ago now. Honey, scattered and rambling is what we do. I know. You've listened to this podcast. You Yeah, it's kind of our MO. When I was 12, my new best friend spent the night at my house for the first time. Oh, it's always so exciting. I no longer remember everything we did that day, although it was likely reading manga, playing The Sims, the Nancy Drew games, maybe even Neopets. It's just been a long time. Anyway, we were finally coerced into bed by my parents. I had a trundle bed, and at the time... I had a trundle bed at the time, and having the uh, and having the pullout set up took almost my entire room. We talked until she drifted off. I have always had issues falling asleep, and she was always the one to be uh, out like a light. So, unfortunately, I was alone. What happened next? <laughs> How inconsiderate of her! <laughs> Damn it! People that just How fall asleep when they hit the pillow quickly. piss me off. Oh, um, I can do it now. I used to. It used to take me forever, but now lucky. it's like, oh, I can feel myself going down. Good night, and I'm out. No, oh, no, not me. I have to sit there nice. and like review my day. It's like it's like going to sleep and then it's like working it's like working at a retail store after a really long shift and realize, fuck, I still have to count down the till. Right. I see my I do the opposite now. Instead of thinking about it all at night, I wake up early and I don't want to, but I do. <laughs> and then I just think about stuff. <laughs> so we like, do our thinking at just no. different times. That's all. Yeah, that's right. Same uh, thing, different time. So back to Eileen's story. At the time, I had a big boom box. Oh, those were the days. Uh, radio mm-hmm. cassette slash CD player. It was my prized possession for many years. Relatable. I had stashed it under both of our beds for some, for some reason. We might have been playing with it while settling in for the night. I don't remember. As I was laying there, looking at the stars cast by my nightlight and the glow in the dark stick-on stars, which are still present to this day, I suddenly heard mm. a weird hissing took me a few minutes to realize the radio function on my boombox had turned on. I shut it off, more worried my parents would yell uh, at me than the fact that it was on at all. A short while passed, and I actually uh, started to fall asleep when static burst out from 
the stereo again. This time I unplugged it both from the wall and the back of the stereo. Only a few minutes went by before, you guessed it, the stereo burst into even louder static than before. There were no batteries in the machine. I turned it off and quietly placed it outside my bedroom. <laughs> Poltergeist <laughs> style. Um, that way, if it came back on again, I could not be blamed. Oh, uh, the priorities of the uh, young. Nice. Um, yes. I'm like, hey, look, it's like, I didn't I'm turn it on, blamed. Mom. That shit wasn't even in my room, so you need to yep. step off. Uh, I am not sure how much time passed, but before I'd started to fall asleep again, my mother shoved the door open and stared at us. I lay there pretending with all my might to be perfectly asleep. I did not want her to tell me, no more sleepovers. She stood there for a while, I imagine making sure we were both breathing, before gently closing my door and heading down the hall. A few I like that idea. She's got to make sure that we're still alive. I like it because I understand it, because I do that with the dogs all the time. Are they breathing? Okay, yeah, there's <laughs> Yeah, I do that with everyone in my life. <laughs> yeah. like, you're breathing? You're yeah. like, yes, I'm right. I've been talking to you for five minutes. You know I'm breathing. <laughs> I just... Okay, I'm just making sure. Uh, I just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> a few years My later. My anxiety needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> and my anxiety doesn't believe you. Um, right. Or me. <laughs> <laughs> a few years later, I brought this up because our house had become extremely paranormally active. And she went very pale and stared off into space for a bit. Mom then told me that that very same night when she woke up, not from the static or noise of my uh, fight with the boombox, but because her whole body was freezing. At the foot of her bed stood the shape of a man from the waist up. He was a dark shadow. He was wearing a swallowtail tuxedo jacket and held a cane in one hand. She shadow grabbed- man! Right? So fashionable, these ghosts on this episode. I know. She grabbed my father, who did not wake up, and simply stared until the shadow man took off his top hat and bowed cordially to her. Then he just shrank into a ball and whipped out of her room. <laughs> um, I just feel like the bow is him saying, forgive me, this is going to be fucking weird. <laughs> get uh, ready. Get ready, darling. Uh, Hold on he, to your britches. <laughs> she then jumped out of bed immediately, uh, shoved my door open to make sure we were safe. After making sure we were, in fact, breathing, she continued on to my little sister's room and then checked the entire rest of the house. If the timeline is correct, the shadow man appeared in my mother's bedroom a short while after I placed my boombox in the hallway. In my movie, she says, <laughs> I love it, love yes. it. He was just looking for some tunes and saying hello. He left the room when he realized my mother was uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good read. That's a good take on that scene. Um, for years after that, we had two spirits in our house. One was friendly and only presented himself in the tuxedo, top hat, and cane in our dreams, or as bursts of static white noise in the middle of a room. The other was decidedly not. He threw things and sang, it's time for you to run, or growled, I I'm going to kill you someday at my bedside. Ugh. Oh, fuck that. Um, regardless of whether I was home or at someone else's house. Oh, Luckily, that did not scare away my friend or the myriad other friends we made along the way. We just celebrated her wedding anniversary the other day, incidentally. Aww. I have several other stories I'm struggling to submit, the most recent of which occurred in uh, fellow Phantasm uh, Red HG87's house on Mother's Day weekend. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Yes, collaborate. Uh, stay safe, stay spooky, stay strong. Love, Eileen. Thank wow, you. Wow, nice. 
I love the tuxedo ghost. I love the tuxedo <laughs> ghost. What if what if both ghosts are like just two sides of the same coin? What if like sometimes Tuxedo Man is just tired of being fancy and nice and he's like, right. fuck it, today I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it up a little bit. Cause in that life you get bored. So you wanna try yeah. out new personalities, I'd imagine. So if it is an option, you you know, you gotta think. You'd avail yourself of it. So Or what if it's the other way around and the tuxedo guy is the changing up of the personality for fun. Yeah, yeah, maybe the, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But again, I have to say, these ghosts know how to fucking work it. They do, they do. Fashionable, fashionable mm-hmm. spirits hmm. this this day. Okay, last but not least, we have Ainsley. Hello, well, Ainsley. It's, it's the shortest story, so, may, you know. It's a true short uh, story. When my precious baby kitty cat, Morgan, uh, died as an 18 and a half year old male. Yay, 18 and a half. Yeah. That's how old Leela was. Which, well, ish, 18, Probably, 19, we don't know. Yeah. Um, when Morgan passed away, we had him cremated. For months after it happened, our other cat, Wallace, died a couple years later as a 15 year old male, would walk around the house meowing loudly and trying to get into the attic and basement. I don't particularly remember him being so persistent about exploring before. He was looking for him. Oh. I know that because I've seen Dexter and Dot look for Leela. Yeah, um, they do that. Yeah, when we go upstairs, they'll run to her bed in the bedroom and look for her, but she's not oh. there. Um, so anyway, uh, one day he found Morgan's ashes box in my parents' closet and tried to open it. Oh. My mom managed to stop him from removing the lid. For about a week afterwards, Wallace would attempt to get into the box and someone in the family would foil his plot. One day, though, Wally didn't try to get into the box and just stared at it. Hmm. Then started purring, which he rarely did, and nuzzling the air. Oh. I know. After that day, Wallace never looked for Morgan or tried to open the box again. It hap- I happened to witness it, and it was puzzling. Then later realized maybe it had been Morgan's ghost. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, that's so Aww. sweet and sad at the same time. It is. <sighs> it is. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's been the strangest thing with Leela passing is, um, is the dogs mourning her, too. Yeah, they do. They mourn. They absolutely <laughs> go through a mourning period. Yeah. yeah, but it's nice that Morgan came back to say, yeah. it's okay. Give it, a, give it a year and a half, then I'll see you again. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we'll um, see. I'll be waiting here on the other side. Don't worry. I'm here. I'm here. But that's really sweet, you know. Really, yeah. really sweet. Well, that's a good story to end on. It too. is a good story to end mm. on. I love it. Thank love you, guys. It. Yeah, thank you, guys, for uh, listening. Um, we, I think we have some new listeners, so thank you, guys, yeah. for joining us now as well. <laughs> and uh, I don't have anything else. Do you have any? Uh, ghoulintentions.com yep. is our website. Please send in your stories yes. uh, on the menu. Submit your stories here. Uh, let us know your stories. We want to hear them. Yeah. I've noticed a couple of people on TikTok uh, doing videos of their stories for us, and that's awesome. But uh, don't do that. Send them into the website so we can yeah. read them. That's part of the yeah. content. So, right. yeah, please. Thank you. Love your story, yes. but put it in written form and just send it our way so we can do a dramatic reading of it or a cold read, either way. So, please, 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 and thank you. And yeah, stay safe. Uh, stay safe. Stay, stay, stay. God damn it. Stay safe. Learn how to, <laughs> learn how to talk. <laughs> Wash your hands. Bit, that last bit's just for me. Wash your hands. Yeah. Uh, and 
Remember, Remember. <gasps> it's okay, it's okay to, sleep to sleep with, with your lights on. <laughs>